Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. We got the one, the only, Shea Black, Black Owl Group, the only man to legally change his name for the sake of real estate. Is that a safe Good morning. Is that a safe statement? I know. I was gonna say not the actually. I was gonna say not the only. We also have a meta world piece from the Lakers who changed his name for the sake of real estate. No, that wasn't for this. That was for basketball. Anyway, I was gonna say Ocho Cinco was my example. There you go, Ocho. <laughs> Notice it's, it's only celebrity athletes and Shea Black that changed their name for the sake of business. All right, well, Chris Thanks. Nevada's in there somewhere, but we'll we'll just pretend like I did it first. Did, did Chris Nevada change his name for real estate? Is that not his real name? No, his last name used to be something else. I have no clue what it was, but it, it wasn't Nevada. He did Which that is, so he could have the Nevada group in, in Nevada. Oh, interesting. When we got, I'm like the expansion guy of Chris Nevada. That's what I say. The, the, the <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we got a fun topic, as you can tell. My, this is my buddy, Shay, who I've known for years and years. We're talking today about building and marketing your brand. That's why I'm talking about his last name, because it really does tie into the topic. I mean, in the world of real estate, you are your brand. You are. And Shay took it to the nth degree by changing his last name. So Shay, I don't know if you have a, uh, anything like prepared. Otherwise, I'm just going to interview you and ask you some questions because I don't know anyone. I mean, you ran an expansion team in three different markets. Let's give people some context, right? Yeah. You ran an expansion team in three different markets. You have, uh, um, gosh, you've sold hundreds of houses. You've run a real estate coach. Have you always been obsessed with branding and marketing? I have, actually. Um, it's one of my passions that I've always had. Uh, even though I, I, I barely graduated high school, I had a lot of other things that I was doing during that time, but I excelled in marketing and um, advertising and branding and that kind of thing. Um, it's something that I've always liked and, and uh, putting things together in a package that's cool and widely accepted by a lot of people um, and, and attracting and getting people to do things through marketing and branding is something that I really like to do and it, and it comes pretty naturally to me. So that's why it's been something that I've always been doing. <clears throat> I, I love it. All right, and so just at a real high level, we'll get nitty gritty guys because Shay is a strategy guy. He is an execution guy, but he's also a fun guy, right? You'll notice through this topic that like, if he's not having fun, he's probably not doing it. Um, so did you, like, let's just talk about this, this last name change. Did this, yeah. did you sell more houses because of it? Did you actually like enjoy your business more or did like, does it just, you just did it cause it was fun. <clears throat> well, it was more of a, a, a necessary thing because when I first started, um, gosh, that's been nine years ago. I, I found this, I, I used to own a trucking company and it was BOC trucking and all this stuff. And I wanted to make it more relevant to real estate. So I figured out this Black Owl community real estate, which was also BOC, but it was more real estate related. <clears throat> and I found this owl logo, not like this, but similar um, in a Central American. I don't know what kind of company it was, but I, I emailed them and I said, hey, I really like your logo. Can I use it for my company in, in the United States? And they never wrote back. So I figured that was a, that was a thumbs up. But anyway... You know, with all the regulations and stuff that they have for uh, names and real estate boards, and they're all different in every state, and this is kind of what got me to changing my name, um, it became complicated right away in Las Vegas for me to have 
something in there aside from Keller Williams is where I was at. And people were asking me, oh, Black Owl, like what's, I never heard of that company. And I'm like, yeah. And so it was confusing, right? I, I was having a hard enough time just getting started on my own without <clears throat> all that. So anyway, I left just the little owl on there and that was there forever and ever. And then I started doing, you know, years later, I started doing expansion into other cities and in other states. And I was trying to figure out how to tie these URLs and everything together so that I could brand under one, one umbrella instead of like, you know, San Diego, this and Las Vegas, that and Des Moines, this, you know, it, it was tougher to manage. So I'm like, man, what could I do to, to bring this brand under one solid thing? Well, the thing was looking at me in the face. I had it there the whole time and I decided to, wow. Okay. And then, you know, at this point I'm in top 1% in a couple of different markets. So I'm like, I can, I can go up against some things, you know, I can, I can fight the fight now. I know what I'm doing. Um, <clears throat> which I tried. I tried. And, 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 let me ask a question there. Cause I want to, I want to yeah. dive in even without unifying your brand, you were already top 1% in a few different markets that your expansion teams were in. Yep. Right. So you, I mean, you obviously had a brand in those areas or some version of a brand. It just wasn't unified. Did unifying your brand matter? Should people listening to this think about start to think on a global level of branding or does it really like, is that come second to how you create a success? Well, okay. That's a good question. So typically um, realtors brand their name, right? That's what they do. And, and they brand themselves and they brand that. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. And that's the traditional way to do it. Um, and that's basically what I was doing in different markets. But I always had this Black Owl stuff in there. And, you know, it, it became more of a thing as I grew. But it was always what I wanted to do because my I always think long term. So I don't think short game. I think long game. And I'm like, who's going to buy the Shea Hasselman group at Keller Williams one day? Like, how much money is that going to be worth? Now, the book of business is going to be worth a lot of money, right? But what's that brand worth? Who wants to be the Shea Hasselman anything? I didn't even want to be. Hasselman has two N's on the end of it. Nobody knows how to spell that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it wasn't simple. It wasn't easy. It wasn't nice marketing. And it wasn't cool or flashy. I'm not saying I didn't like my last name. My, my wife and kids are still Hasselman. I'm like a stepdad now. But anyway, uh, you know, it, it just didn't make sense. So the Black Owl part uh, came in to kind of unify that and make it all one, one cohesive. I love it. And, and I just, I love the transparency, Shay, because so many coaches and mentors, they talk about get your branding right and done. I'm like, dude, you built this massive business while still branding. And then you went back and you unified under the brand. So guys, it can go either way. It's yeah. not a clean linear journey in this business. Um, have you read the book? I'm not going to get on too much of a rabbit hole here, but have you read the book built to last? Nope. Dude, you would love this book. I just, Tristan from Lab Coast just turned me onto it. It's all about uh, an analysis of companies that lasted hundreds of years or a hundred years, basically compared to companies that were competitors at the time that didn't last. So it compares Disney and GE to, you know, Columbia Pictures, which went out of business, effectively was sold and to Westinghouse, an electrical company that we've never heard of. It's, it's it just talks about the visions and the, of the visionary and the ideas that you're talking about. I think you'd really dig it if you want to check out Built to Last. Yeah, I wrote it down. I'll definitely right. check it out. All right. So let's back to, back to the branding, the branding and marketing uh, more main topic that we're at here. And guys, if you have questions yeah. here, I know a lot of you guys came on, jump in, let us know. I've just got my own questions of Shay because I've watched him grow this business over the years. And I want you to sit up proud on screen for a minute so we can see your full t-shirt. Notice this t-shirt says Black Owl Group powered by KW. 
that's not right anymore, but you know what it is. I well, I know, but that, but that's what, I, and this is a brand agnostic store, but I just want to acknowledge it that like you just said a minute ago, who was going to buy the Shea Hasselman group at KW? You said right. no one was going to buy the theme. Now you are the Black Owl group at EXP, right? right. So, which was also a part of my strategy the whole time is by taking out certain things, then I can run Black Owl group anywhere, anytime. Doesn't matter where I'm at. Also, I have it set up so that I can go and start my own brokerage should I ever want to. It really doesn't make sense uh, unless unless for whatever reason that that's it doesn't make sense to me because just to, to provide the staff and to do all that stuff to run your business, I can run it at EXP and make money rather than pay money. Right. But but, but what and I, and I fully agree with you. What I love, though, is you've it's set up, you've created a brand that your own brand for your team and you selling real estate is now brand agnostic. Right at the bottom, you showed it. You showed it because it used to say "powered by EXP." Now it's sorry, "powered by KW." Now it's "powered by EXP." There's a that's a whole separate conversation. But from a branding right. marketing standpoint, to your consumers, who is frankly all that matters—the buyers and sellers you service—they could care less who you're powered by. Correct? Right, for the most part. Right. Like, like they care about Shay and Black Albert. So let's dive in back there in terms of your marketing and branding. Um, do you well, lay a week? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, yeah. So it, the, the, one of the reasons that you can go about just branding yourself and all that. And like, like I said, that's normal and that's what people do. And that's actually way easier too, because then you're just selling yourself, you're selling your personality, you're selling what you do and how that works and how you talk to people from day one, though, I've always wanted to not, I, I'm good at selling real estate. I'm good at building relationships. I'm good at that stuff, but it's not what I want to do forever. I've never, I've always want to set up a business so that I can step into other things or do other things. Like I'm always creating revenue streams and, and things that can kind of run on their own or I can diversify later. So I always wanted to take myself out of the business at some point, you know, not be doing the physical, which I, at this point, I'm kind of there anyway. I haven't been selling real estate doing um, production myself for a couple of years now, but the point is that, that, and that's the beauty of it is because black owl group continued to go while Shay Hasselman, or Shea Black now, wasn't involved in it at all. You know what I mean? So that was my vision and that's why I did it. And that's where I'm going with it. And then later I can sell the Black Owl group to whoever, or I can give it to my kids or I can do whatever I want. Like it's, it's not name stuck. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. And so would you recommend, let's, let's, let's do a few, what would you do? If we'll talk about in a minute, established agents, but if you were a brand new agent or a newer agent watching this, or a team agent, would you say, yeah, go out and like create a brand that's not your name? Or do you believe in self-branding to begin your career? Like our self-branding around like you are your brand, your name is your brand. What do you think to start out? I think starting off, it, you should join a team. Is what I think, first of all. So join somebody else's brand and learn from them. But anyway, my point about that is don't worry about that in the beginning. No, you need to get your fundamentals down. You need to go out there and do the work. You need to have the conversations. You need to build the relationships, have as many conversations with people about real estate as you can. That's, that's, that's just real estate one-on-one. I can't break it down any easier than that. Have more conversations with people about real estate until you have your business going and you have your pipeline full, and then you have momentum and you have money and funds, and then you can start thinking about branding at a higher level. Now I'll tell you the basic best branding and marketing you can do as a new agent is get a, an excellent headshot. Now, I think it's funny how many people have different opinions on about what a headshot should look like. There aren't, there aren't other opinions. There's good ones and there's a bad one. And the really? best one, 
I've never had an opinionated discussion on a headshot. So let's hear it, dude. Oh, it's funny because I've gotten so much business over my career, even from year one. And I did a lot of SEO work. But anyway, all it was, was it's a bust headshot of me in a suit. I, I didn't have quite such the beard frame on me. And, you know, it, it was really crisp with a dark background. I mean, it's very specific. And I've gotten phone calls from people from the Internet. I mean, like I said, year one. And also I got agent to agent referrals starting year one because they saw my headshot and they said, man, you, I'm looking at your, people would say it. I'm looking at you on online right now. And you just look like, you know, like a trustworthy and, and, and a good professional so, guy. And I'm like, good. So it's so guys, we actually, we actually have an image of Shay's first headshot. If you want to see what he started with before the original, uh, That's before, it. He, before he transitioned, that was the, that was the original one that, that she yep. had. And then less hair on the face, more hair on the head. Yep. And then he transitioned from that one to the waist up uh, version that he's talking about now with the, with the less appearance. So it was, I think it was the right move, Shay. That probably I get why I got you more business. Yeah, I toned the colors to scheme down a little bit and the yeah. hair on the top. Yeah, I just moved it. Yeah. <laughs> and those of you listening to the audio on the podcast, they totally missed that one. Anyway, all right, go ahead, Craig. Was that Barbara? Shay? Was that Barbara? Barbara. Yes, Barbara. That was, that was from the old. Uh, gosh, what was that? The, it was Club Wealth, but it was the bus bus tour where I was acting like an old uh, East Coast lady that smoked cigarettes. And that was a, that was a funny performance. No, that, that was that, that was actually that was actually a, a random Google search in six seconds. Just of uh, I Googled 1980s glamour shots in case you're wondering where that came from. That is actually for, for the record, not Shay, not Shay in any way, shape or form. All right. So continue, Shay. So talk. So tell me about this. Did you who shot your headshot? You spent a lot of money on it. Like, why um, is it it, you know, I was lucky to join a team when I first started that did luxury. That's all I did in the beginning for the first year and a half was luxury real estate. And um, it was just a guy that he did landscape photography or something. It was really pretty, like portraits and stuff. But he just happened to do these headshots for my team leader. And they're amazing. And then later he stopped doing them. And I was so sad because I wanted my team to always um, get pictures from him. So it, it is specific. Like I said, you need to have a you know, solid, you know, not flashy outfit on and you need to look professional. And then you have to have really, really good lighting. Like my lighting right now is terrible. I'm sorry. I'm in my kitchen, but anyway, um, so lighting is super important. And then the way it looks and then a dark background, don't do white backgrounds. Don't do any other color backgrounds, black, like dark, black, dark gray, something very dark is going to look way more rich and robust than white. White looks terrible. It's the worst one. Now, the reason a lot of people do the whites is because it's easier to cut, cut it out and put it onto other marketing. But you can do that with anything, especially with technology these days. So if you wanted to go with a gray background, sure, whatever, or even get a couple. But you can cut your whole head and bust out of any background. But that's why people is a lot it, of times do the white, but don't do it. It looks terrible. Interesting. And, and I do have an actual Facebook picture up of you. Is it the one that is your current Facebook profile picture from December of 2019? Are we going older? That's than that? the upgraded one. So I've only had two the whole time. Is this um, one still a good one? Is this a good example to show? Sure. Yeah. This is my newest one. All right. So this is, this is Shay, by the way, if you guys hit him up on Facebook, send him a friend request. If you want to, this is the picture you're looking for. The beard is much tamer. The beard is much, the beard is much tamer. It's when I first started, I had like a goatee. So, <laughs> but anyway, you see how the background is, is, is dark. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be black, but just dark. And you want to have good lighting and stuff. This isn't like the best picture ever. This is just, this is the kind of overall format. 
but but it but it works. And and the reason I like the black background for the Black Owl Group, notice the color scheme fits with your brand, right? If if you have, if you have a different look and feel, if you're going with you are your brand, and for some reason, like black suit, black background, that fits the Black Owl Group look and feel. You're professional, you're clean. If you're going for a different feel, what if you're like light and fluffy and everything? Like should you do bright colors or should everyone be wearing black in their picture? Oh, no. Yeah. Follow your brand. But just remember, the goal is right. Well, it depends. Your goal could be different, but is to attract the most amount of people to be attractive to the most diverse amount of people, depending if that's what you want. If you don't want diversity and you want to just go after one specific segment or one specific fine, but just know you're going to leave a lot of money on the table with other places. So some people want that. Some people are like, listen, I don't want those guys business. I just want this kind of business. You know what I mean? So I try to keep it useful so that we get the most amount. Are you saying, Shay, like if you only want to work with people who wear cargo shorts and trucker hats, like you should have your profile picture be you in cargo shorts and a trucker hat and just the heck with everyone else who's looking at it. I mean, yeah, you'll get those people, but if you have more of a neutral stance, you'll also get those trucker hat people and you'll also get you know, the 85 year old ladies and you'll also get, you know, whatever. So the diversity is clean. Dude, dude, I'm kidding because you've seen those headshots, right? You've seen those people. You're like, did you really make that your headshot? It's you in a car and a trucker hat. And like, that's, that is as professional as you get. All right. Right. Well, then there, there, now that brings up a good point too, is there are different kinds of headshots, right? For different kinds of things. So for your main branding and stuff, I suggest to have the bust and the professional bust, just like Travis Andrews on here. He's got the right you know, scheme going on for a headshot. Now that's what you want to put on like your business cards and your, most of your stuff, you know, and like your, and your signature on your email and that kind of thing. Now you can have these outdoor shots where it's more of your full body or whatever it is. That's not main branding. That should not be on your main branding stuff. That should be for um, social media or maybe even in a magazine or something that's more, you know, Lucy goosey or not maybe not Lucy goosey but more casual and fun marketing which is has a place too but for your main professional image business shot you want to have like a bust you know what I mean okay. I, t- I totally agree so let, let's change gears because you just gave me an, an idea when you're sitting down to look at branding are you pretty calculated like do you like you just talked about your Lucy goosey stuff your fun your magazines whatever like are you putting together a comprehensive strategy or do you just do stuff what's your take on it no, yeah, you need to have a plan for all of it. And and it can get pretty complicated. So you want to be able to have a diverse set of marketing that you're putting out and branding. So you're going to have social media. You might have, you know, your business cards. You want them to look very sharp and thick and nice and not like flimsy. And, you know, because that, that just all goes along with your branding. So what you want your brand to look like, you just want it to be solid. And like, you do this for a living. You know what I mean? Not like, a, well... But here's another good point is when you start off, you might not have the funds to do all this fancy stuff. So something is 100 times better than nothing. So don't get sidetracked here by having the perfect marketing because mine evolved over time. Like mine had this weird old crappy owl. I paid a lot of money and I spent like six, eight months to get this, these two things like right here, like six to eight months and thousands of dollars to get it to where I wanted it. And then I have like, you know, truck wrap stuff. I have marketing for koozies and, and mouse pads and, you know, you name it. Like I have, I have something for everything. I have um, Yeti cups with black owl stuff all over. They're like 50 bucks a pop. Do you remember so, the scene from that 80s movie Spaceballs with Mel Brooks? 
Which one? The, we've gone plaid. The, 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 the one where he's talking about, we've got space balls, the flamethrower space balls, the toilet paper. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's what like, like when you get really into branding and, and Brent, uh, who are our editor, if he's watching this, please let's put in a little clip of that space balls movie as much as we can legally use without getting sued uh, into this. Cause I just think it's funny, dude. I think that's what you're like. Yeah. That's what you're describing though. Right. When you get your yeah. dialed in, then you put it swag, you know, and like pens, like these are little bit click stick pens with black owl stuff on them. So at open houses and, and things like that. And you, if you get things that are cool, like that people will use, like a pen is pretty cool. And, and um, like I give out koozies and little stickers. So, okay. So one thing, like with my branding, it's kind of dark. And like people, when I came out with this and I put this all on social media, I'm like, what do you think about this one? What do you think about this one? And people gave me feedback. Well, when it came to this thing, there uh, most people were like, wow, that's so cool. And I get a lot of compliments today too, still about it. But some people were like, you know, it looks a little menacing. Like it's a little scary. I'm like, really? Okay. I, yeah, I get it. I could see where it looks a little. So what we did was uh, we made neon colors of like neon pink, neon green, neon blue, neon, you know, whatever. And I have stickers and then I have shirts now. So they're not all black. They're all neon colors and fun colors. And I put these little stickers out and the kids love them because there's like all kinds of different ones and they stick them everywhere or whatever. Hopefully not at the open house, but you know, <laughs> you gotta watch them. But so that's how I changed the branding. The branding's still solid, but then, you know, the funny thing is hardly any of my black owl stuff has a black owl in it. Like this one, owl's white, you know, but because I don't, you know, if you have black owl, then the background can't be black and I wear a lot of black. so. Anyway, it's just kind of clever and fun marketing stuff, you know, even going with it because it's Black Owl and hardly any of it's black. But it's all of this cohesive strategy that fits together because I know your business. So I'm going to give people a little background. You have a dad's group. You have kids. You have a dad's group. You get a lot of business from this dad's group, from the kid, like tying in your personality. You're a fun guy. Plus, you like family. And so when you look at who your clients are coming from, it makes sense that you developed kids versions of the stickers because you have clients that serve that that niche, correct? Like talk, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. So I developed a dad's club in Del Mar, which is a part of San Diego. That's um, a really cool part of town. And th there's a lot of people there that are attorneys and uh, biotech people and surgeons and kind of things like that. And they're busy guys. Well, I started this, I didn't start it. The, the dad's club was already there, but basically through kind of marketing and the things that I do, we grew it from like 20, 30 guys to 120 guys. And from like five or six guys per dad's club meeting once a month to uh, 30 or 40. And therefore, you know, we did a lot of stuff in school and I still do. I started a new dad's club in Claremont now, which is funny because only a couple of dads show up to that each time. We're, it, it starts in baby steps, right? Just like anything. And then as it goes and grows and people learn about it, and see what you're doing and come and experience whatever it is that you're doing, then it'll grow from there. And that's the same with real estate branding. So you start off however you're doing, have your open houses, have whatever events you might be having. And people see it and like, wow, these whatever people are really fun. These black owl guys, you know, that's really cool. That's fun. And it's funny because another thing is so many people throughout the time when I wear this or whatever, and, and they're like, Oh, black owl group. Huh? Cool. Yeah. I've heard of you guys. You know, I'm like, I, I guarantee you haven't. And and before they might have, but I, I just doubt it. But it just looks like maybe they might have heard of it. You know, they're like, oh, 
yeah, I've heard of the Black Owl Group. Those, that sounds cool. You know? I, I love I love getting that. I mean, our, our team name was was a Live Love San Diego Homes, which mm-hmm. was purposefully just generic enough that sounded like something someone had heard before, but not necessarily. Yeah, I love it. That's and, perfect branding. But, but with Black, maybe they've heard it, maybe they haven't. Once you work in, once they become part of your world, so they're part of the DAS group, when you start your branding and you can and you roll it to online, you've got retargeting, you've got the Facebook groups, you've got the things you're dialing them into, and your brand becomes omnipresent. Yep. I think that's there's two words that you're, you haven't said out loud, but there's two themes I'm hearing in everything you're describing. There's omnipresence of your brand and niching down. Even though you said you want your picture to apply to a lot of people, right. you do have niches. You've got your dad's group. And I'm not, you're obviously guys, he's not saying he doesn't work with moms. Of course he works with moms. Right. I invite moms to the dad's club too, just so you know. And grandmas and grandpas, and whoever wants to know. Yeah, but, but but like, it's okay to create people around like-minded. Like you are a dad. You're connecting with dads. There's, like, I don't see anything wrong with that. Do you? No. Yeah, that's it. You want to, and, and also, you know, you want to play to your personality and stuff. Not everybody's like me. You know, some people aren't very gregarious or there might be more of an introvert. They might not want to um, go out there and shake hands and stuff all the time. You know, maybe you're more of a of a cold caller or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But if people don't have a way to to get a hold of you or find you organically, it's going to be a lot more legwork on your end because you're going to be chasing the business. Whereas I try to set it up so that my stuff's out there working. This is what I always said. I want my brand and marketing to be working while I'm asleep. So when I first started out, I was doing Craigslist ads like crazy with HTML uh, links and stuff put in them. And I was getting 600 leads per month for free. And I mean, I would just get them all night long and all day. And all I did was a lot of times lay out, especially during football season. I just remember this. I'd be sitting watching football and processing leads on my phone. You know, I'd get about, what is it, 20 a day. And I'd just sit there and process it. I'd just send them a questionnaire. I'd automate it wait for the questionnaire to come back. If they didn't fill it out, I didn't care. I didn't chase anybody. So I want my marketing, my branding to be working for me all the time. I I love that. And you just mentioned something about introverts, extroverts. I'm going to make a quick teaser for anyone who's watching Agent Power Huddle this week, who is an introvert on Thursday this week, Thursday, whatever the date that is, that must be the 16th of December. We have Ashley Harwood, who is actually an introverted real estate specialist. She is a coach of real estate introverts and how she's talking about the best lead gen strategies, but for introverts. It's, so if you want to talk about the opposite, like not everyone is like Shay, although there is, there's only one Shay. Let's be honest, dude. Well, Hey, they, there are a lot of imitators, but they don't come close. <laughs> Unless they legally change their name. And then there yeah. could be two all right. No, so the introverts can have some of the best. Some of the best people are maybe not super high I on a disc score or whatever. Um, the high D, low I guys and, and folks and anything, you know, you, if, you, if you can be consistent in anything, you're going to be great. So works that is probably the other word I was missing. We had omnipresence. We had niching down and then consistency. Shay, oh, I've known you over the years and you are so incredibly consistent. Like once you committed to your brand, and your brand evolved, but you are, it, it's always there. You're always re- reinforcing it in all the time. Like long before we were friends, I knew you were, right? Black Al Group. Like it was, or, or yep. that was, I just, I knew the brand before we became friends. All right, we got like three minutes. Is there anything you want to make sure you cover for people that they should know in the world of branding and marketing, some mistake you made that you pivoted from, some lessons, anything you want to leave people that we can kind of pull it all together with? Well, I guess we didn't even get to my name change thing, but basically since different states have different laws on your name, being your team name, being in your group and stuff, that's why I changed my name to Shea Black because then I don't have to worry about it. Um, They wanted Hasselman in the group in Nevada 
And then there are rules in California. So I, I just changed it so that they couldn't say that anymore. So if it's important to you to have a brand that looks a certain way, like it's super important to me. And I'm really glad I changed my name. I should have done it years ago because um, it's easier to spell and everything. But anyway, um, so I would just say, look at your your goals and your big picture and what you want to do. I mean, and, and think of it that way. Think long term. So whatever your name is and whatever. And, and then when you're done working, is your business still going to work for you? Is that something you can pass to somebody else? Is it something you can sell? Or does the, does the business die with your name? Let's put it that way. I, I if anybody it. has any questions, you can call me anytime. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, I, I'm still just sorry. My brain is still trying to wrap its mind around the Hasselman Black Owl Group or the Black Hasselman Owl Group or the, or the Black Owl Hasselman. None of those options are good. And I get the name change now. Like it's yep. <laughs> legally, but none of those were good. The Black Owl Group Hasselman. Anyway, it's... Yeah. It's hard to spell. I'd have to spell it phonetically. H A S is in Sam. S is in Sam. E L M is in Mary. A N is in Nancy. N is in Nancy. hundred percent of the time they're like, wait, can you do that again? So I'd do it again. I mean, I'd spell my name three times to try to get it and they'd still get it wrong. And, and how often do you have to spell black now? Never. I just say black, like the color. <laughs> I say Shay black, S H A Y black, like the color. And they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I love it. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed Like, Even if you're not legally changing your name, if this has got your gears going on ideas of branding, you can do branding and marketing starts with creativity. It starts with knowing yourself and the personality you have and kind of running with it. That's what Shay is so good at. So Shay, thank you for being here, dude. This is awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having right. me. Super fun, yeah. guys. If you have any guests that you think are branding and marketing experts, Shay, that we should schedule on, or you want to come back and anyone else we should talk about, you have a lot of friends that sell a lot of houses. Let me know. We'll schedule uh, some people on here. Good idea. I will. I'll think of a couple people. All right. And uh, I will see you. Are you coming on Friday to the uh, to the holiday party? I wish I could. I got to pick up the kiddos, man. Ah, okay. Jen, Jen has to work and then I have to be on That's kid pickup. That's right. All right. Well, if anyone's near San Diego this Friday, we're doing a little holiday get together. Uh, hit me up. Let me know. I'll give you details. Everybody, guys, thank you, Shay, for being here. This is awesome. We will see you hey, guys everybody. tomorrow morning. Take Bye, care. Guys. See you, Lisa. See you, Craig. Thanks, Shay. You bet. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.